afternoon and good evening. Welcome to Ongakidu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of, oh boy, September 11, 2020. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And Luna. Hello, everyone. I'm back. Finally. Yay! <laughs> you have no idea how happy we are you're here. Let- Has it really been that long? It's about, been two weeks. Yeah, about two weeks. So. Yeah. I guess I didn't realize it was that long I was gone. But I did miss it. It's weird not doing this every week. Like I said, I love the episodes when it's just two of us. But I feel like as a cohesive unit, it's much better when it has the three of us. Yeah, and it works better. But yeah, with that, let's continue on to what we've been listening to. Let's start with you, Luna, because I know you probably have a laundry list of artists that you've been listening to. All right, so should I get out my Apple Music? So, first off, I'm going to start off with Kodakumi because she dropped several new, or two new digital singles, Lucky Star and her XXKK. I have been obsessed and mainly with XXKK because it is freaking amazing and I feel like she's back in her element with it. Yeah, I was going to ask other the two, which one did you like? I felt like XXKK was more her style and it like the reason because of that because she did go into depth saying this is what the modern kodokumi is going to be so i'm it's like i'm back baby kind of thing oh yeah it definitely is and i loved it and i i enjoyed lucky star quite a bit but i feel like xxkk was definitely my jam out of the two that's my more go-to on that and i also listened to the one she did with exile atsu atsushi osaka tokyo that one's really good as well and I've been listening to Jasmine's new EPM that she dropped in August. And it's a great EP. I love it. She shows that the style she's doing right now is fits her voice and element very well. I've also been listening to some Aisha as she had a new single as well. And back to A-Witch with her new mini album, which is fantastic. I also keep going to back to her Kujaku. And I listened to some Lisa. I also went back to Fakie. I finally got to listen to their rewrapped album, which I thought was pretty interesting. M-Flow. And also an interesting one, Mako Kaji. I keep getting that one song stuck in my head by her that was used in Kill Bill and all her uh, Female Prisoner series movies. Another big one that I had on repeat is Edu's Night D. That is my freaking jam, and it is. I, it reminds me of the 80s, and I love it. And every time I hear that opening, I get up and want to dance. And Chanmina dropped, something, dropped her new single. I've been listening to that. I've been listening to Miyavi. And Kira had a new single. been listening to that. Maze, Jamoza. Just a random hodgepodge of tons of different music. And I just... Anything upbeat has been on my list, let's put it that way. Some banana lemon thrown in there. Miss A. Hina. Aimyeon. Went back to her. Some Exid. So, just random stuff. And of course, Kenshi. I still go back to some of my Kenshi. But that is a mixture, besides what we'll talk about later on, of what I've been listening to. What about you, Gray? I have been listening to... A pretty wide variety of stuff. I have been going back and listening to the Fantastics from Exile Tribe. Their latest single, Winding Road, is really 
really good. It it's it hits all the right notes, and uh, I mean the the guys just sound fantastic. No pun intended. But also before the news dropped, I I was listening to Color Creation, and ever since the news dropped, I, it's hard to actually listen to them. But we will get into that. Let's see what else have I been listening to. That, that sounds like that covers about all the basics. What have you been listening to, buddy? Well, I've been listening to a various amount of things. I've been listening to every little thing. I've been kind of been going back to them every so often. So their song, Deata Goroyoni, was one of my favorite songs by them, so I kept on going back. And then also I've been listening to a lot of tracks by Komi Hirose. Her song, Romance no Kami-sama, I've been just loving and has that good sense of the 90s. So I, if you guys like 90s eras pop songs, you'll definitely go check out a lot of her tracks. I've been also listening to this week's Music Corner. We have a couple of that later on. And then back number again with Hanataba and Apple Pie again. But a good variety amount of things. But with that, let's continue on to the release news here. And the first one is going to be the lovely vocalist, Ghost Like Girlfriend released the music video for his track, Bake no Kawa, on his YouTube channel. Originally released back in May, this was his latest digital track done by the vocalist since Kosen back in January and was his second release of 2020. You can check out more information about that on our site, including the music video and the digital music streaming link as well. Alright, moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about rock band Asian Kung Fu Generation, as they've announced they're going to be dropping a brand new double A-side single titled Dialogue in Furetai Tashika Metai, and it's going to drop on October 7th. What makes this one particularly special is it was recorded in London at the RAK Studios last year. It's going to be released in three editions, and we have pre-order links on the site and their latest music video for you to get hype for the upcoming release. And continuing on up to celebrate the release of her latest album, Glintz, vocalist Mocha Sato released the music video for her track, I Uni, on her YouTube channel. This was the latest release done by her since Merry Go Round back in March of last year and is her third album overall. You can check out all the information about that, including the order links for Glintz on our site. And then continuing on up to the popular vocalist Ely announced that she dropped her music video for her track Night D on her YouTube channel. Released across all digital music streaming platforms, this was used for the theme song for the popular FOD or film on demand horror drama Anokoro Yuyatsu. And she teamed up with electro pop unit 80 kids to bring that unique composition so maybe that's why it sounds like that ed style you were talking about earlier luna oh my god yes it is amazing and it really gives you an 80s horror feel in a way or just 80s theme in general like when they have a montage yeah you can check out all the information about that including the streaming platform links on our site and then continuing on up to a couple of things about lisa so not only did she release her lyric video for her song ijo she announced that she will be bringing a double trouble worth of releases with not only a brand new album, but a brand new single as well. So the new album is going to be called Leo 9. And the new single is going to be called Homaru. As we talked about last week, Homaru is going to be part of the Demon Slayer Yaiba, the, the movie 
the Mugen Train, I believe, if I remember off the top of my head. And they're both going to be released on October 14th, so double trouble for releases there. So Leo 9 will be the latest album release done by her since Little Devil Par Parade back in May of 2017 and will be her fifth album overall. It'll include Gurenge and Ijo and all that stuff. The thing is, with this one too, is they have a bunch of exclusive bundles on CD Japan. It's coming up with a plethora of editions for this. So go check it out and make sure to pre-order one of nine editions <laughs> that we have on our site, I believe. Oh, wow. That is quite a lot. Yeah, it's like every single edition that you can think of. <laughs> yep, I'm thinking about the the blu-ray bundle but i don't know I'm, I'm trying to save my funds too many people are releasing good stuff but i mean who can pass up lisa yeah honestly ever since her the way and her her compilation of albums back last year i've been a, on a huge lisa kick but yeah make sure you you pre-order all the lovely editions on her site so i can't wait i'm gonna get this probably no matter what i don't know which bundle though Alright, so next up is Japanese R&B duo Maze has released their latest digital single and music video for Bandit to be continued. The music video stars famous actress Mao Inoue, who was in Hanayori Dango, and it was directed by Junichi Kawai. So this comes to fans just weeks after their latest digital single, Mirai no Hana wo Shio, which was released on July 29th. And this is a mid-tempo ballad and pretty much about being able to change your future and it really showcases michael's vocals and that's one of the things i love about this you can check out the music video on our site however due to their sony this is only available on japanese streaming platforms so if you do have itunes uh, apple to apple music japan you can get this i highly recommend the video nonetheless because maze is fantastic and their music is not to be missed. And continuing on up to the lovely vocalist Benny announced she will be releasing a brand new EP titled Your Song on September 16th. This will be the latest physical release done by the artist since Cinematic back in November of 2018 and will be used to celebrate her 15th year in the Japanese music industry. You can check out all the information about that on our site including the music video for her track Yume Iro Biori on our site as well. The songs for this EP are amazing. The ones that have been released. I pre-ordered it and I'm so excited. I love Benny. Alright, moving on up to our next article. We're going to be talking about five girl idol group Mame Shiba no Taigun. As they have revealed that they're going to be making their major record label debut with Avex with their upcoming single titled Sama Bali. The actual music video for Sama Bali is already out, but they were a byproduct of the show Suyobi no Downtown had an idol project that they put together called uh, Monster Idol, and these are the winners. So yeah, uh, the new single uh, Sama Bali is set to be released on October 7th. And like I said, you can check out the music video for Sama Bali in the article below. And continuing on up to former member of Stereo Pony, Aimi, announced that she will be not only releasing one, but two tracks titled Natsutomo and Tokyo Night across all digital music streaming platforms. This will be 
the latest release done by the artist since her mini album Life back in May and will be her third release in 2020 overall. She commented on all the information about both tracks, one being a high energy and one being more of an electro pop style of music. So you can check out all the information about this on our site, including the digital links for both Natsutomo Tokyo Night and the music video for Natsutomo on our site as well. Continuing on up to another vocalist that we all love, hopefully. I kind of, I, I, I think we all love. <laughs> it is the popular vocalist Sayaka Yamamoto announced that she'll be releasing a brand new single on October 28th. Currently, it's untitled, but you can check out all the information about that on our site, including the pre-order links as of right now. So I'm pretty sure she was filming it or waiting until the whole pandemic thing is going to be gone so that she could do it. So it's interesting nonetheless. And continuing on up to the popular vocalist, Riona announced that she'll be releasing a brand new album titled Unknown on October 7th. This will be the latest release done by the vocalist since her chart-topping hit Anima and will be her very first album. Not much else is known about it. At the time of reporting, except that I'll release with 12 tracks settle and will drop with three editions. You can check out all the information about this on our site, including the pre-order links for Unknown on our site as well. And continuing on up to popular vocalist, Rayol released the lyric video for her track, Six Cents, on her YouTube channel. Released digitally back in July, this was the latest release done by the vocalist since her album, Kinjito and will be her first single of 2020. You can check out all the information about that on our site, including the music video in question and the digital music streaming link for Six Cents on our site as well. And continuing on up, it is the lovely vocalist and composer Mako Moritz released the music video for his track Force Song on his YouTube channel. Released on the same day across all digital music streaming platforms, this was the first release done by the album since his album Circles back in December of last year and was produced by the all-star team of Pearl Center, Mimi, and Pitaschio Studios. It gives off a more relaxing ambient vibe, hence the name of The Forest Song. So you can check out all the information about that on our site, including the digital streaming links for Forest Song and the lyric video for Forest Song on our site as well. We have the lovely vocalist Sakura Fujiwara announced that she will be releasing a brand new album titled Supermarket on October 21st. This will be the latest album release done by the vocalist since her album Play back in 2017 and will be her third album overall. Released with 13 tracks total and you can check out all the information about that on our site. There's quite a bit of information for it so if you guys are a fan definitely go check it out and continuing on up to the vocalist mega shinosuke released the music video for his track cute girl on his youtube channel Look, released across all digital music streaming platforms back in july this was the latest release done by the artist since sports earlier in the year and is his third release of 2020 the music video takes on a more 90s sitcom theme and shows the hijinks of trying to ask someone out in hilarious fashion you can check out all the lovely things about that on our site, including the digital music streaming link and the music video in question for Cutie Girl. 
Continuing on up, it is the three-member rock band Saucy Dog released more information about their upcoming album, Take Me, on their official YouTube channel. Released back last week on September 2nd, this was the latest mini-album done by the band since Blue Billiard back in October of last year and was their fourth mini-album overall. Released with seven tracks total, included previously released track Yui and Seagrass. You can check out all the information about that on our site, along with the order links and the trailer in question on our site as well. And speaking of popular popular boy groups, nine-member boy group Snowman released a preview for the track Kissing My Lips on their YouTube channel. A part of their next double A-side single, Kissing My Lips slash Stories, which will release on October 7th. This will be their second single overall, and they flaunt a more mature and sexy theme with the music video and carries a more erotic dance performance. Be sure to check out all the lovely things for that preview, including all the pre-order links will come with three editions, including a bundle edition, so go right ahead. We were talking about them a couple weeks ago, and I guess this is what they were doing, huh? <laughs> but with that, continuing on up to the lovely Japanese and American electro-pop duo The Lethal Weapons announced they will be releasing a brand new single called Tokyo Seishunshiki on September 30th. This will be the latest single done by the duo since their track Half Price Time Sale back in August and will be their second single overall. You can check out all the information about this on our site. You know, they have two editions and they love that 80s theme. And with the 80s theme, they're taking it back retro with their limited edition as it will be a mini disc version. So if you guys are mini disc fans, kind of like me, I kind of want this, but I'm not too sure because I don't know how I feel about this group. <laughs> this group is a little bit too hyper, if you know what I mean. For my taste i feel you i feel you but yeah you can check out all the information about that including the pre-order links for both editions on our site and continuing on up to a vocalist that is near and dear to both mine and luna's heart it is the vocalist mika nakashima announced that she will be releasing a brand new album titled joker on october 7th to honor her 20th year in the japanese music industry this will be her latest album release since tough back in 2017 and will be her ninth album overall it'll, it'll drop with 14 tracks total and include her hit song kiss of death so you can check out all the information about that on our site it'll drop with two editions so i can't wait i really really can't wait i really want that limited edition it looks really nice i pre-ordered that limited edition I couldn't help myself. That's what's holding <laughs> up my uh, Benny and Aimeon albums is because of this. I did a all at once. And I have every other Nakashima Mika edition. So I had to have Joker. I'm so happy to have her back. I love her so much. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm very happy to have her back. But yeah, with that, continuing on to a group that we'll be talking more in depth on sooner or later. It is the five-member boy group. Arashi announced that they will be releasing a brand new single titled Whenever You Call on September 18th across all digital music streaming platforms. This will be the latest release done by the group since Kaito back in July and will be a part of their ongoing barrage 
towards the digital music scene. What's interesting about this track is that it's written and produced by Western artist Bruno Mars and will have a upbeat medium ballad with full-length English lyrics. So I really can't wait to kind of see their take about this. They commented on Mars's help with this track and they were like, it's an honor to work with him and he directed each one of our vocals and the song has a great feel to it. So just hearing that from each member of the group stating that I can't wait. Yeah, I'm really hyped about this because Bruno Mars is really, really talented. He has a couple of songs that I really, really like, and I think he's a really solid vocalist. So the guy knows his stuff. And I mean, he's wrote hits in the States. So I'm really eager to see what he can do with Arashi. Cause I mean, all five of these guys are insanely talented and I think like them working together, it, I think they're going to come up with some very, very nice. And I am really, really hyped to see how this turns out. But yeah, as we look forward to the anticipated release, go check out their latest music video in the summer on our site. All right, moving on up to our next article. We're going to be talking about popular artists. Hi, Mio. As uh, she has dropped the latest, her latest music video for her song, Mashimaro. It is for her album, which actually dropped this past Wednesday on September 9th. So this album's already out. It came out in two editions total, and you can check out the music video in the article. It's pretty psychedelic. I got a real 80s vibe to it, just the way they did it, because they did like this storybook, like everything's like 2D sort of thing got that they had going on. It was very interesting to say the least. We have a full track listing and everything. So if you're an Aimeon fan, definitely go check this out. But yeah, with that, continuing on up to rapper Daichi Yamamoto released the music video for his track Blueberry on his YouTube channel. The track was released on his brand new EP Elephant in My Room, which dropped across all digital music streaming platforms back in August. And it shows how much of Yamato is a master of his craft. You can check out all the information about this on our site. I actually ended up really falling in love with this song when I first reported it, and it's on my Ongakugo for August, so go check that out if you guys want a more in-depth feel of how I feel about this track. Ken got me really into him. He is amazing. Check him out. Highly recommended. But yeah, you can check out all the information about that, including the streaming links for Elephant in My Room, along with the music video for blueberry on our site as well all right so next up is a music corner alum and a personal favorite of mine is kira she is a japanese reggae and r&b vocalist she dropped her newest digital single don't text me on august 4th we have the music video on our site this follows up her latest digital single love and you which came out about two months ago and this is her third overall this year you can read a little bit more about the song on our site as we go into depth on the context of it. And check out the music video as well as directed by Issei, who also did worked on her Bye Bye Boy and Love and You music videos. So you get if you like the feel of those, you'll love the feel of this one as well. It is also available on all digital streaming platforms as well. All right, moving on up to our next article where we're talking about pop idol group Hiragana Kamiyado as... 
they've dropped two music videos for their album, which is already out. And if you're an Apple Music subscriber or you're on Spotify, you can definitely go ahead and check out this full album. But if you want to check out the bright and colorful music video for Rainbow or the really dramatic music video for I Believe, uh, we have them on the site. You can definitely check that out. Uh, I listen to this album. I'm a huge fan of it. I, I highly recommend it. All right. So next up is Sora Amamiya, Paint It Blue, with her newest, her latest album, which dropped on September 2nd. Those of you who don't know, she is a Japanese voice actress and vocalist. I actually just watched her in an anime called Wanna Be Strongest in the World. So this came as a nice little thing for me. She's also been in Akamega Kill, Aldenoa Zero, Isekai Quartet, Konosuba, Magia Record, just to name a few. Oh, Monster Masume, which I also watched recently. So Paint It Blue will be her first overture on piano and it will include the leading tracks queen no cry and spark which were composed by amamiya herself this will also include previous singles such as regeneration and paradox which will feature as themes for the anime seven deadly sings and rike ga koi ni ochita no de shome shite mita which amamiya also contributed her voice Spark is has only been until now performed live, so this will be the first time to hear a studio recorded version. So that's very exciting. We it will be released in three editions, which you can check out on our site, and they have special packaging. So I highly recommend picking up that limited edition version. Just saying, but you can check out that along with a special recording movie on there of Painted Blue as well. All right, moving on up to our next article. We're going to be talking about artist Sakura Ko Ohara. She has revealed that she's going to be dropping a brand new single titled Hashtag Yapamoto, uh, which is set to be released on September 30th. The new song is a love song uh, that is between love and love. And also in the new single, she's going to have a, her, a song called Wake Up, which was actually written and composed by Ohara herself. The new single is coming out in three editions total, a standard limited edition type A and type B. Uh, all the particulars are on the site, so definitely check that out along with pre-order links. We have her music video, Shine On Me, if you're unfamiliar with her work, so definitely give this a look. And then continuing on up to industry veteran, Tak Matsumoto of the band Bees announced that he will be releasing a brand new solo album which released this past week called Bluesman and it was his latest solo project since Enigma back in 2016 and was his 12th solo album overall. You can check out all the information about that on our site. It came out with three edition including a vinyl one which I'm quite interested in. So with that just check out all the information about that on our site. And then, to celebrate the release of their latest single, Yume Migusa, popular four-member rock band Blue Incount released the music video on their YouTube channel. This was used to be as the main theme for the then-upcoming romance movie Akute Iktemo Maurui, which was shown in theaters back in August. And this was the latest release done by the band since Andata A back in May and will be their 
12th single overall. Released with two editions, and you can check out all the information about that on our site, including the music video in question on our site as well. And continuing on up to the lovely voice actress turned vocalist Shuka Saito announced that she will be releasing a brand new mini album sometime in the fall. She announced it during her birthday live, which back in August, and she commented that I'm going to fly away the summer from the summer with this release. She's looking forward to this release, and she can't wait for everyone to hear it. You can check out more information about that on our site, including her latest music video for Pa 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 on our site as well. And lastly, for release news, you can check out the latest vocalist, Rana Kanoe, announced that she will be releasing a brand new mini album, Kabochis 3, on October 14th. This is part of her self-written and composed series, Bochi, and was her latest release since her digital single, Hajimete no Suzao, back in July, and will be the first physical release of 2020. You can check out all the information about that on our site, including the music video for her track, Hajimete no Suzao, on our site as well. All right, uh, for regular news, so uh, Matsushima of Sexy Zone has announced he's actually coming back to the group. Uh, so he has been with the group for a long time, but he had to stop working with the group in November of 2018. Uh, he was diagnosed with a sudden panic disorder, and he's been finally able to come back and work with the group. So, so. We're glad that you're back, and we are looking forward to all that you can contribute to Sexy Zone. But yeah, continuing on to our next piece of news here. So out of the two, this is a more <laughs> darker one, but there, there's a couple things here with this. So your favorite group of all time, LOL. I know. <laughs> that kidding. would be just your as fa- bad. <laughs> yeah, no, it would just be just as bad. But yeah, your your favorite group of all time, the the five-member vocal group, Color Creation. Announced that they six. will, yeah, unofficially you're the six, but yeah, they announced <laughs> yes. that you will be, they will be going on hiatus at the end of October, and possibly this will be it for them. They just um, said hiatus, but for the most part, when they mean hiatus for boy groups, they didn't really <laughs> specify, so this might be it for them. Yeah, I saw the word indefinite thrown around a few times, and it, it's it's pretty heartbreaking. Just as a fan of, of the group, I, I mean, these guys are just absolutely stunning. I, I think as a five-member unit, they, they really know how to work off each other. And the more time that they spend together, just the better they get. And to, for this to happen, it, it really sucks. I mean... They have a reason. I think it's a solid reason why they're doing this. Yeah, let, let me let me Go get ahead. into that real fast before before it becomes a lovely ten minute soft fest. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's they, gonna turn into that. Yes. Yeah. So like one of the reasons they explained for the hiatus, it was there was a bunch, but one of the main reasons was because of everything going on with the ongoing crisis here, and without. The concert's going on. Each member kind of gave more thought about 
what are they doing with their careers and one of the members cause he actually caught it and that gave the finality of the decision here and it's it's kind of sad because it was kind of kept into the dark until recently that he got it so and that that what what we know about everything this thing is going to do hard on your vocal cords so it's it's okay that he made it out all right from everything but you know he commented that we decided to go on hiatus from color creation and focus on individual projects we'd like to thank all the fans for their continuous support and encouragement when each member begins his his own path so it kind of sucks because they were just about to drop their latest album second palette at the end of the month and they just dropped a music video too yeah nande nande is fantastic yeah so. i really recommend people checking that out but yeah yeah this is i i, I understand why i i really do and and I guess, I guess it's like the one thing that's stopping me from just like breaking down into sobbing tears uh, but I, I am optimistic and hopeful. I mean, these, these five guys are supremely talented. I don't know if they're going to do their own thing or if they're going to get up with like some other groups. I do think there is a future for the group in that a lot of the boys seem to be really respondent to a lot of the fans on Twitter. I, I saw several of the members just reach out over Twitter uh, how and just thank the fans and show that, and you know, the announcement, you know, just there, they, there was this outpouring of love from the fans and it really resonated with the group. So I'm hoping that alone will incentivize them to pick things back up down the road because I, and I, I get it, you know, you know where can they go? What what can they do? They're young. They 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 got full of opportunities. You know they they probably want to see, they you know they want to see where life takes them. And they don't want to miss an opportunity and live life with regret. I, I get it, but you know it just it breaks my heart as a fan. I think these five guys are just in, insanely talented, and I I feel like you know. It's just a sad day. I mean, it happens, and I guess I get it, but, you know, I'm hoping these guys the best. Uh, I mean, thank you. I, thank you guys for, you know, just the, the music that you created. I It's just, it's really changed my life in a weird way. Because up until Color Creation, I really wasn't in the boy groups. Like, we did this show for... A long time. I can't remember how long we were doing the show when we first discovered them. I, I think about a year. It was. Or so. It was the end of 2018. So right up yeah. the, till the end of our first year. That's yeah. when we like, they, their their first major single came out. Yeah, and and see up until then, like I never talked about boy groups or anything like that, and now that's primarily what I listen to. So, yeah, begrudgingly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't begrudge it, <laughs> but you know, you know, they, they, they really opened my eyes to a music style that I really liked. And you know, I, I would go to different boy groups. I'm chasing that, that color creation because I mean, these guys are just so good at what they do. 
So it, it breaks my heart. And I'm not going to get to hear anymore. It, it really isn't. I mean, we, we have second palette uh, and uh, we'll just have to live with what we have and enjoy it. But it, it saddens me. It really does. I would also like to give my condolences to them, unfortunately, disbanding. I am curious to see, you know, if they're doing their own solo projects, what will become of that. But they have brought some great music and I feel like I just got into them as I didn't hop right into them like Gray initially did. But I'm I'm looking forward to Second Palette, even though it'll feel a little bit sad as it will be probably their last album. But I'm also, you know, excited to dive back into a lot of their music in a way too. Just, you know, it gets me going on it and I hope one day maybe they'll continue to make you know come back with something new and give the fans a little bit of something yeah once again we at ongaku do like to thank all the members of color creation for their contribution to the music industry and wish them well on their future endeavors because we know this isn't going to be the last time we heard of them oh no it won't i i'm looking forward to see what they're going to do go in their own separate ways and you know, and I'm appreciative of everything they've done so far. They are all fantastic vocalists. Yeah, like they're 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 gifted, and and like I said, uh, I I think there's going to be a lot of doors opening for these guys. I mean, just every one of them is gifted. Ryosuke is my favorite, and I don't see how that dude doesn't get work. He's just he's just he's got the voice of an angel. So. It'll be interesting to see where they go, what they do. And like I said, as a, as a fan of them, I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, I'll support them as best I can in whatever they, they do. And, uh, you know, hopefully they'll come back stronger and better. That's my that's my goal. That's my hope. But only time will tell. And until then, you know, best of luck. Yeah, with that, let's continue on to the music corner. And this week I have the reins and I am going to talk about the lovely four-member pop rock band Rokuo Shoku Shakai. So they formed back in 2012. And what's interesting about them, they don't let their genre define them. They stand out just a little bit from the dime a dozen pop rock bands that was forming around this time. And with their various music styles and pop sound created by each member, they really do kind of fit that role of having that level of uniqueness that kind of takes over this next generation, which is really good because you kind of need that for evolving the, evolving the genre, so to speak. And one of the major parts from that is the lead vocalist, Haruko Nagaya, powerful vocal range which is kind of tough to match in my opinion she has that perfect mesh of pop style with her prowess that is shown in shout baby which if you guys don't know that was used as the ending theme song for my hero academia i didn't know that at the time when i was researching them but i was just like oh yeah they are that i uh, it's like why in the world did this song sound so familiar but yeah it's it's because of that yeah, you know, with that track, you know, the fellow keyboardist Pepe creates an intoxicating melody that the, the listener can't help but fall in love with. And it was one of, I, I guess this was one of my first exposures to them back when I was watching My Hero. 
but you know the synchronicity of the band doesn't stop there as each member has their own time in the sun to blend their skills with Nagoya's vocal strengths, which in turn gives off a different feel than the last. Whether it's the more electronic style of Inori or the high-energy feel of Sabotage or the emotionally driven tracks Omibito or Shiawase or that nostalgic feel of Natsuo Ikiru, it entices that whole dynamic range that Rokuo Shoku Shakai possesses, and it's definitely a must-listen. So I've been highly anticipating what you guys feel about this. Let's start with you, Gray. Yeah, uh, this group is absolutely fantastic. I haven't made it to that point in My Hero yet, so I didn't know that they did the ending. So I, I got I get a little preview of the ending theme for uh, the back end of season four, which is exciting. But uh, going on to the group itself, like they are really, really good. One of the first things that I did was that when I sat down and looked at them, I wanted to know like how many people were in the group because for me, it feels like for four members, like they really produce a lot of sound and you can really hear that in their compositions. They're very complex, but they, it works. It works really well and they have this really great tone to them. The, the, thing that really stood out to me was the pianist like that is an insanely talented pianist every song that i hear like i get sucked into that piano and i mean when would you have like all the music going on for the piano to stand out the way that it does really says a lot about the talent and the person behind it uh, and she is easily like one of the best pianists I've heard in a long time. And I I mean, just every song she shines, like she doesn't need a ballad. Like she shines in everything. Yeah. And, so yeah, the, the pianist or keyboardist Pepe, she's, she's amazing. And she does a lot of interesting things that she, she does. So. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, it, it was, but I also really, really like the vocalist. I think the vocalist is fantastic. I do think the keyboardist outshines her a little bit just because that that key, that, that man that keyboard's nice. It, yeah, it has that distinctness of just standing out in each track, and that, which is what I really do like. And you yeah. know, not 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 a knock on all the other members. Like the no no the no. bass it the drummer um, Shingo and the guitarist Issei, they are amazing as well, and they have their own chance to kind of stand out. Issei does whenever he can, so it, it it ends up being amazing regardless. Yeah yeah yeah, but yeah, Pepe just like she she just really blew my mind and, and I, I really, really liked her work. And I, I did think like all the other work is very, very competent and well, well done. But Pepe just is just a really, really good work. I, I thought she was fantastic. So I absolutely love them. As soon as I heard Sabotage, I was in love. I mean, I literally could not get enough to be honest. And I will say the piano was a big part of it, like Gray was talking about, is that sucked me in. All their, all the piano work in it, oh my god. And keyboard, you know, piano, keyboard, it was amazing. 
And I just was extremely blown away by that. And not just Sabotage, but I love the whole album. And every song I feel like they did in their newest one, Sing Along, was just so good that I hit the plus sign on every single one. And not to mention, I think the vocalist is one of the other parts that grabbed me. Not just the keyboardist, pianist, but the their vocalist is fantastic. And they mesh so well together with how they compose their music. And I don't even know how I would put them in a genre due to it can go pop rock, pop, you know, a little bit of rock. So they're so good about genre crossing. And that was also a big thing for me. And just every beat and every track, like Shout Baby was fantastic. I also loved Anokoro Mitahikari, Shiawase. And one of my favorites was Omoibito. I fell in love with that track. It was amazing. And I just really can't say enough about this group. It's been a while since I've been drawn in on the first track I ever heard by an artist that made me stop what I was doing. And I think it was just a combination about what this group is. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm really glad you like them. You know, I have trouble with female-led met led bands, and it, I'm really particular on that. But after listening to them, because I did work with them on a release like about a year or two ago and I ended up really liking that release and I was like I'm gonna bookmark them for a later date and I'm so happy that I got to reintroduce myself to them and do do a music full corner about them and I fell in love with a lot of their work that it came difficult to kind of rip myself out of it Omoe Bito was one of those tracks I really really ended up loving that track and along with Xiaosei, Xiaosei is one of the better songs done by the keyboardist. And she's more front and center with that in the composition-wise. So I ended up loving that. Oh, I agree. And I'm so glad you introduced them because you made me a fan and now I want to go buy all their stuff. Yeah, thank you, buddy, for uh, introducing us to them because uh, they, they are fantastic. And I look forward to hearing uh, more from them. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Currently, they only have one mini album that was released back in 2018 and an EP back in 2019. They have a couple of digital singles as well. And we talked about the album earlier called Sing Along. It's released digitally, so you can go check that out. Be sure to check out their official website along with their Twitter that's on our site. And be sure to check out the music video for Natsu o Ikiru on our site as well. So I'm, I'm so glad you guys like them. I had a feeling that that you guys would like them, mostly because of the, the genre that they do. They've been such an uplifting moment as of right now of, with everything kind of going on. So I've oh, been so happy about that. I agree. They really uplifted me today, and I freaking love it. They made my day. And this week, I mean, in general, they're fantastic. Thank you so much. But yeah, with that, let's move on to the Oricon here. And this week, it was kind of interesting. This will be a kind of first first peek for you, Luna, because it's been a while since you kind of looked at the, the Oricon and with everything kind of going on. It has been interesting. So... It, it has been a fascinating couple of weeks, so I'm interested to hear your takes on a couple of these. I was excited to dive back in and see new stuff on here. With that, let's continue on to number 10, which is Ashiato 
by the lovely group Little Glee Monster. So it's been a while since we saw them on the Oricon. How do we think about this? I know you're a fan, probably, Gray, because it's Little Glee. Oh, I, I loved it. And I, I will say, like, they've really redefined themselves over the last year or so, focusing way more on vocals. Like, if you go back and you listen to their early stuff, it's very poppy. And they've always been a really talented vocal unit. And they really work together, but you know, they, their music that they're focused on like different styles and it's been very poppy. Yeah. Mm. It's never been like this deep, like it, it feels like they're becoming the female version of color creation. And well, yeah, I, it, it's it, hard. It's hard for me to say that, but I, I, I don't know the best, the, any other way to really compare the, any other way to well, say it like just they're so vocal heavy well mostly because you definitely can't be the six unofficial member <laughs> no no i can't i, I can't be the six unofficial member of locally monster it would be really weird yeah so but... it's it's interesting that you brought that up though because they have been kind of turning their tune so to speak into this vocal heavy style which I don't mind, that makes them stand out a hell of a lot more than what they were doing yeah, especially beforehand. in the I female agree. And I was going to say, when I first heard Little Glee live before they blew up, they were very vocal heavy. And this is what reminds me of how they were before they really went big. And I love hearing their vocal heavy tracks because they have the talent to do it. And they can pull it off with such style, such finesse, so flawlessly that when I hear a track like this, it just makes me really happy hearing they're going back to their roots and going more in the vocal side. And I mean, vocal heavy side. Yeah. 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 This is this is my song of the week because it. Yeah. It, go ahead. Ken. You ha- you yeah. I mean, uh, I, I was going to say it also kind of helps with the, the vocal heavy competition because. This is going to be a part of this year's NHK music competition, which is always usually a vocal heavy style. Shishama was it last year, and they are a more vocal heavy group too with their rock style composition. But with Lil Glee, it's very, very important that I guess they have that now, which is good. Like I said before, you need something that edge to kind of make you stand out from the Diamond Dozen idol groups that we've been talking about now. And yeah. this kind of edges them out. Yeah. And I, I will say, like, you know, they, they have the one song on their Juice album, Jupiter, which is a great song. And, like, the first one minute or two, it's an acapella track before it becomes uh, backed by a composition. And I'd love to see them do some acapella work. I, I really would, because I, I think you'll be able to see what they're fully capable of once you drop the composition you just hear their vocals for what they are. But Oh, I've heard their vocals for what they are. They're amazing. Yeah. Uh, before they went big, they did acapella at the live I saw. And they were probably one of the most standout groups because I stopped in my shoes like I've never heard of them. And they were amazing. I mean, yeah. they wowed me, and I would like to see them go back to do an acapella. Yeah, or exactly. doing that as a bonus track on a single. Yeah, I, I'm not saying like all their music has to be acapella, but you know, like throw out like a song every now and then that's a full acapella track. Like that would just be crazy, and I I would eat that up because like Color Creation, they dropped uh, an acapella version of the song that I was kind of meh on. 
But then I heard the acapella version of that, and I just loved it. It is like one of my favorite songs of the year. So, you know, I'd love to see them go that extra mile and to and to hear that. But still, the work that they've been cutting out lately has been absolutely fantastic, and I I think they can only go up from here. I could be wrong. I don't want to be wrong, but. I, I am really eager to see what they do next because this was this was great and I I am really hyped for this group in a way that I haven't been in a long time. Yeah, same. I'm getting drawn back into them, so I'm glad to see them on the charts and rekindle this new love for them. But yeah, with that, this week it sold a lovely eighteen thousand five hundred and ninety nine points here, Ashiato. So I can't I can't wait to see her more by them. So it it's looking forward to being a great re revitalization of little glee monster which i don't mind but with that continuing on up to number nine it is condemned by yunezu kenshi talked about this a bunch of times it's probably literally going off of the heels from straight sheep so it's doing very well nothing much we can say about that but this week, it's all the lovely 21,686 points. And continuing on up to number 8, it is Dynamite by BTS. So, this is the first time that we get to hear your talk about it, Luna. So, how would you feel about this? So, I enjoyed it. I thought Dynamite was super solid. And I can see why it made, if I'm correct, like, number 1 in the U.S. on iTunes. I think it was, like, Popper Dance Charts. And it's a very, very solid track. And I'm happy to see Dynamite also on the Oricon as well. And still see it on there, so I get to check it out. And for BTS, I'm a little picky on some of their songs, but I love this. And I ended up going to Apple Music and adding the plus sign. It it was very well composed. Their vocals, their rap, everything was in sync. Their English is amazing. And they did not disappoint with this. They blew it out of the park. And I think this is a great start for them. If they're trying to dive into the world industry, which is obviously they are, especially the U.S., this is a track that I think around the world everyone would enjoy. Or everyone could enjoy, even if you're not into k-pop i still find it very enjoyable and it is a little bit western which i'm okay with and that's their style but i loved it as they they i mean this is a great way to jump into the world but yeah with that this week dynamite sold a lovely 21,854 points and continuing uh no to hadaka no kokoro by Aimyo. so it's good to see this again because the album just came out so they're probably really kind of bringing up that hype for it so it's good to see i'm young again but this week it's all the lovely twenty four thousand one hundred and sixty one points and going on up to once again to number six it is yodani kakeru by yao sobi man i can't wait to hear what yao sobi has next because the hype is getting real for her next release, and I can't wait. Same. I am super hyped for it because this was fantastic, and I'm looking forward to the next one. This week, Yodani Kakeru sold a lovely 24,166 points. And going on up to number five, it is Stargazer by J01. So, 
if you guys listened to last week, both me and Gray weren't really a fan about this, but we were highly anticipating what you would f- feel about this this single slash mini album. I I don't even know what to call it because it's six tracks, but EP. It's well, even if yeah. it's an EP, yeah. EP I mean, still it, like it, a mini album. Yeah, it's still, it's still the same kinda, thing. It's still, it's still go on the mini al- or the albums. Regardless, it's a super single uh, worth of release yes. here. <laughs> <laughs> so how'd you feel about this, Luna? Because both me and Gray, we were one out of five, six songs, if that, for this for this track. So how'd you feel about so, it? I'm going to be the odd one out. So I liked at least three of the six. And I, I was iffy in a couple of the other ones, but I could go either way depending on my mood. Here's why is... Pretty much, I went out of town, and the people I went out of town with listened to a lot of Western music. So, this is very, very Western, and a lot of K-pop is. And I guess I became a little bit accustomed to some of that Western-style music again. And so, for me, I actually liked it. And I wouldn't say... I would say it's definitely not like J-pop at all. If you're into more J-pop... You're not going to like this, especially with the K-pop Western feel. And that is very heavy in their vocals, the rap, the composition. It's very dancey. Like, I loved So What, Kung, Kung Chiquita. And I thought Kimi no Koe was also very good. But it's like, it could go either way. But I think I really was in the mood for some of that dance track. And I thought their vocals were very good. But at the same time, it also goes with that K-pop Western style, and I'm basing it off that as it really is a whole different genre in itself. And I thought it was a solid EP, in my opinion. For the six tracks, I liked half of it. And the other songs that I was iffy on, I could listen to. I'm not going to go out of my way to listen to them, but I thought they were solid. I thought for them... And me being iffy on the group in general as in the past, I've always been kind of, eh, I didn't care for it. This was the first one by them that jumped out at me and made me really like it. So I'll just say if you like Western style, you'll like them. If you don't like the Western style type of genre or music, like influenced, you're probably not going to like it. Yeah, we were kind of like that too because we, 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 both me and Gray felt like this was super Western influence it, to K-pop, K-pop style. And K-pop style right now is fairly Western influence. And it's. Oh, it, it really is. And like, so what reminded me of track you'd hear in the radio today in the U.S.? Yeah. And so I'm, there's there's that. And n- not to kind of double down with everything. It's just. It's going to be very interesting to see how this group performs from here on out. If they're going to continue this way or they're going to do a little bit something different. Because, like I said last week, if they continue the way they're doing, I'm going to begrudge every release. And I don't want to say that to an artist. They still have one more single. If that one more single knocks me off my boots as of right now, it's it's going to be interesting. I'll, I'll tell you that much. But regardless, Stargazer sold a lovely 24,462 points. And continuing on up to number four for the third, fourth week straight Hello EP by Official Higedon Dizum. 
once again, you're not going to be surprised that this is still on here. Official has literally clawed out a market for themselves with the digital music streaming stuff. And you can't help that. But with that, this week it sold a lovely 29,177 points. And continuing on up to number three, it is Tomoyo Jinsei no Goro no Maini by The Alfie. So how do we feel about this this track? It was it was interesting to say the least, but how'd you guys feel about it? So I enjoyed it, but then again, it's the Alfie and all their stuff to me is pretty much it's just them. I don't really know how to describe it, but to me it's like, oh, it's very them. It's just their style and they keep with it and it's enjoyable. I mean, I I like their folky rock style, and I do think they have good vocals. I do wish they are a little more readily available stateside, but it's understandable as, I mean, they they have more of a little bit of an older crowd and are also physical. I mean, all their copies are physical driven given their, the most of the people who do listen to them or who are very aware of their music. But I enjoyed it, and I'm glad to see them on there and see that they're still going strong, and they have a ton of supporters still, which is amazing. And I hope they still keep going. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'm not too familiar with this group, but it was this nice little folk song, and it wasn't obviously my song of the week, but it was so really enjoyable. I, I thought it was a fun little track, and yeah, I mean, it, it does its job. It was pretty good. Yeah, that's sort of true. It, it was interesting, to say the least. I knew the Alfie's style beforehand, and I wasn't really expecting much of it, or much to change, game change, so to speak. I really did like it. It does have that homely, nostalgic feel, yet kind of bringing it into modern times. It's like if I put out a song five years ago, and this was it, I wouldn't kick it off the radio, so to speak. But yeah, you, you hit the nail around the head there. Luna, if it was made more internationally, I would definitely champion them a lot more than what we have been as of right now because I think their style is really good and I, I can't wait to hear more again from them. But regardless, Tomoyo Jinsei no Go Maini sold a lovely 29,494 copies. And continuing on up to number two, it is Night Diver by Haruma Miura. It's it's still really hard to say it. Oh, with, it with is. Every, I was brought to tears seeing this on here. With everything going on, like I said, I, I've loved his work. And it's good that they still continued more about more on it with its second second or third week straight at number two. So I'm happy to be his his last note in the industry with this but regardless night driver sold a lovely 30,722 points and continuing on up to number one it is Amoy de Sedu Koeo Shio by STU48 so how do we feel about this one I it yeah, how do we feel about this one? I'll let you guys go first before I kind of go on. 
So I'm just going to say I'm going to forget this. I almost already forgot it. And my issue with this group is all their releases, thus a good months apart from each other, all sound very similar and they don't really deviate from their style. And I know I'm not big on the 4846s. I'm super picky. But I wish if they would do something to stand out because to me it all sounds the same and their composition sounds similar, their vocals, how they harmonize, you know, nothing really unique. The only unique part was the boat aspect and, well, as we know, they don't have a boat right now. So for me for this, it was just very 48, very plain, very by the numbers, I'm going to forget it tomorrow type of thing. And... I do wish they did something different just to stand out more. And I mean, I guess that's how I remember them is they do the same thing each time. But I feel like now would have been a good time to venture out a little bit. So for me, it didn't do anything. I I feel no connection to it. And I mean, I think their harmonies are okay in it, but the composition's very generic. And that's really how I feel about it and it's unfortunate is I would like to like some of these 4846s more but this is one of the reasons that I just can't get into them and it's when they have something very basic that for me just doesn't do it yeah I I thought it was enjoyable I liked it I, I will say this song does not do anything really new doesn't reinvent the wheel if you weren't a fan of this group before this song is not going to change your mind but I mean, it's enjoyable for what it is. I'm, they're, they've only had five songs. This is their fifth single. And, you know, they, they have so few releases anyways. Like, I think it's okay for them to kind of just stick to what they know will sell, especially given, you know, what what's going on in the world. So I, I don't, I wouldn't criticize them too much for not breaking the mold. Maybe if we were in a different scenario, but I think for the time that we're in, I think it's fine. But, you know, it, it does its job. It is pretty forgettable, and I'm, I'm the biggest fan of this song, and I'll, I'll, I'll be the first one to admit it's forgettable. But I enjoyed it. I thought it was worth a listen. I, I don't know if I'd run out and buy it, but, you know, if it's on the radio, I'd, I'd listen to it. And that, that, that's about the best compliment I could give it. Yeah, so, I mean, they're really trying with this group. They literally don't have anything for this group. I'm going to be flat out. The, STU48 is the group that was supposed to go on the boat. They lost the boat, <laughs> to be perfectly. They're trying to, to relate that we're still connected to the sea by having the entire music video kind of take place on this island. And them dancing at the pier kind of really hones on to that point that like we didn't forget our roots don't forget that and it's interesting i want to see what they have for this group from here on going forward if they do get the same premise where they are going to still continue doing about or they're going to do port side performances instead or <laughs> things like that so it's it's interesting that they did this it is going to be forgettable i'm going to be straight up and say it because it's not going to re- it's not reinventing the wheel at all <laughs> but it's it's that goodness 48 
stuff that is needed right now. And, and I totally understand why they, they sent it. And if you guys watched the music video, it irritated to hell and back for me because they changed the aspect ratios so many times. And as a cinematographer person that, that looks at this stuff, it irritated me so much. <laughs> so if you, if you guys have a, a tick with that, but that's just a minor grip on the music video because they tried to do this, this, this aspect ratio stuff and it, the, them switching back to the hill and the pier near the, near the end of the course was the worst for me. <laughs> I, I, I didn't notice that. Now, I, I wasn't super paying attention to the music video. I had like seven things are going on, but I did watch a little bit of it. And I, 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 the best thing I could say about it is wherever they filmed this music video, I would love to visit there. Cause that was gorgeous. That oh yeah. Was a the, gorgeous the, town. Where they filmed this was probably a, a destination point indefinitely for me. I would love to go here because it's, it's beautiful right where they went to that hill to take the picture. And at the end when they're, the, at the, the letter cut, yeah, at the yeah. lighthouse was amazing. So that that's one thing, and I understand. Like I said, I as a fan, a former fan of the forty eight system, I totally understand. But it it's getting semantics here. But yeah, it it did well what it needed to do, but I'm gonna forget about this in two weeks' time. You're going to remember do it hear... longer than me because I, I doubt I'll remember this next week. Or like in like three days. If you ask me what was yeah. the first song for, for the Orcon, I'm going to say what. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but... what, what, what was that again? Yeah. I'm going to say it's it's the boat. The boat group. That's all I'm going to remember of it. But regardless, Omoi Desaru Koi Oshio sold a lovely 164,341 points. It's on the low side, to be honest, but... <laughs> You'll see why when we get over to albums. Yeah, I'll see why when we get to albums, because I know for a fact that the albums are going to kill it. But let's go to the albums here. Yeah, yeah, now I know why. Because they're going up against the King and Prince. That, that was going to be it. So yeah, we have... Tekumi by Saucy Dog. We we're just talking about him. Good for them. I'm so happy. I I really champion Saucy Dog. We got Mixed Him by Silent Siren. I've been happy for this. I've been anticipating this. Do not look at the cover so long because it's it's interesting to say the least. But <laughs> Silent Siren has the song by I Me from Poppin' Party, so I'm I, I I can't wait to hear this. I'm getting my copy fairly soon. You got Paint It Blue. We just talked about this by Soda, Soda Amamiya. So good for her. She plays number seven here. We got Brad Wims with Natsunose. This is the physical release of Natsunose because the streaming link, as we talked about last week, was only on Apple Music. Blue Men at number three. Good for Ta Taka Matsumoto. It was very hard because he only did it on physical release. Number two, Straight Sheet. You know, Zakenshi. At number one, it is... L and by King and Prince. We knew this was going to happen. King and Prince is the biggest thing for the Johnny's market. For Johnny's purists. So if you really like Johnny's old style, this 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 is the continuation. This is their their continuation of what their style is going to be. And I'm very happy for them. Every release they've they sold has been over 300,000 copies. And I can't... I'm, can't wait to see what's in store for them 
Yeah, and I think with each release uh, that they do, they, they get just bigger and bigger and bigger. Like the numbers just go up. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it sold over half a million. It's it's Im- just impeccable. But yeah, with that, I want to say thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Ungakudu. You can find us at all the social media links at Ungakudu on Twitter and Instagram. You can find the site at ongakudu.com. You can find the YouTube on Ungakudu as well, where we have several exclusive things. We have our Jiko Shokai blog, our introductory blog that should be up there from Luna herself. So go check that out. You can check out all of our affiliates. He first is Koryu Hunter. He is a Twitch streamer who does all the horror games right now. He's celebrating the release of the Dreamcast with Dreamcast Week. And you can check him out at twitch.tv slash Koryu Hunter, K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also check out Timber Taff, who, like we said, I predicted this, that he was going to be doing Paper Mario and the Origami King. And truth comes to tales, he's doing Origami King right now as we're recording. You can check him out at twitch.tv slash TimberTeft, T-I-M-B-R-T-A-F-T. You can also check out your sister, Rose, who is doing all the Monster Hunter stuff. I saw her a while back doing it. And you can check her out at twitch.tv slash RainStarKitty, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. You can lastly check out our affiliate, Fangirl Has No Name, who is a variety Twitch streamer, and you can... Check her out at twitch.tv slash fangirl has no name. F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-A-S-N-O-N-A-M-E. You can also check out the podcast that I do with Fangirl, Kyo, and Timber called Potasaurus. This week's zany episode was very interesting because we talked about all the lovely things such as... We talked about Glover again. We talked about the lovely social media marketing of Pokemon Master EX. So if you just put a hashtag in front of there and just kind of think about that name, you can kind of think what we were talking about. We can talk, you can listen to us talk about Final Fantasy IX. You can also talk, hear us rant about Super Mario 64 and a level design, which is kind of ironic because I know for a fact both me, Kyo, and Timber are going to talk about Super Mario 64 again with the Super Mario 3D collection coming out. But yeah, you can check out all that lovely information. Just look up Koyu Hunter on all podcast streaming services. You can find it there. You can find me on Twitter at OTYKen1 where I talk about Bang Dream, Aina Aiba, Pro Wrestling, the NBA Finals, Bang Dream, video games, light novels, and Bang Dream. Where can we find you, Gray? You can find me on Twitter at Ongaku Gray, where I tweet about what I'm watching, what I'm playing, all that fun jazz. I'm still playing Dragon Quest XI, and I still have like three episodes left of a game, but I look to be finishing that around the corner. So if you guys want to follow me and keep up with everything that I'm doing, you can follow me there. And you, Luna? So you can follow me on Twitter, Letterboxd, my anime list, Anime Planet at Lunamaria87. You can see what I'm watching, what I'm retweeting, which is mainly horror, horror, anime, anime, some J pop, and horror. And you can check out my Instagram at Nerdy Collector Luna, and where you can see cute pictures of my cat 
and what I'm watching. And also check out Destroy the Brain as I will be on a special episode of theirs coming up. But yeah, once again, I want to say thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Ungaku Do You. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Aloha. This is Luna saying have a great rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening to, today, to today's episode. See you next time. Jamatane. And this is great. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we will be right back here next week. Bye bye. <laughs>